Hey guys, what is up? Emma Fife here and welcome to our very first live episode of Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. So this past weekend we were at Anime Los Angeles in Ontario, California, and it was super fun and we did a sort of live version of the podcast wherein we discussed all of the various sort of incarnations of Tuxedo Mask because if there's anybody whose personality suffered some big changes between versions of Sailor Moon, it was definitely our favorite local asshole, Mamoru Chiba. Uh, we didn't have like a fancy way of recording this, but I have a fairly decent microphone that just plugs right into my phone, so we recorded the audio that way, and so the audio is not amazing, but it's also relatively listenable. So I hope that you guys uh, enjoy this live edition of the podcast and hopefully there will be more to come in the future and we will actually get a proper fancy way of recording them. I'm a special effects artist by trade, uh, also a theater kid who can do all the theater things if you need it, um, and uh, I love Sailor Moon, and that's why I do this show. Emma, who are you? I am a broadcaster based out of the internet. Uh, no, I, uh, I'm based out of Los Angeles, but uh, I, On the I, I am all over the internet. Um, guys, you might have seen me in some very popular reaction GIFs. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's true. It's on a resume. No, that is my mo <laughs> literally my most viewed piece of media is a GIF of me reacting to something that happened on the Star Wars RPG that I'm part of, and it has like 45 million views on Giphy. It's your legacy. And nobody, and nobody knows who I am. This is your entire legacy. It's true. No I matter just, how many I'll podcasts I'll just be remembered. Yeah, I think if you look up, like, damn, in Giphy, you come across That's this particular GIF. Great. Congratulations. So basically, what you're saying is anytime I reply to you on my phone, it should just be your reaction. Your gifts of my face. Great. And, and Lola, who are you? Yes, uh, I'm Lola Binkard. I'm a writer and an actress, um, and I am Emma's roommate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, but also part of this part of this podcast. Yeah. I'm the I'm the third the third third. The third Fantastic. third. We did the math right this time. We did a panel earlier. And, and the I math said I was two thirds so of the thing, and that's not. I don't know how fractions work. We all went to acting school. <laughs> that's true. I don't have a real degree. We go um, math school. Anyway. This is technically our first live episode that we've ever recorded, so Yay! thank you for being part of this madness. Yay! It's All of your applause is now going into this microphone, <laughs> and it'll be immortalized on the internet. Yeah, right? we're like we're we're doing it ghetto style right now. We'll we'll see how this turns out. If it it's turns great. out okay, if it turns out okay, then we'll like actually post it on the um you know <laughs> the internet internet as well. It might just be like an audio file that we like low key post on our Facebook, but it'll it'll exist. But it'll be the first live episode, and you are part of it. And thank you. Well, can you believe five thousand? people are standing room only and applauding. I know, wow, it's so it's amazing. amazing. People as far as the <laughs> throwing money at us. <laughs> uh, and so we made this particular uh, program just for you. This is the first time that we are doing Woo! this subject matter. Uh, I put it together specifically for this yeah. audience. We are going to be examining the many faces of Tuxedo Mask. So on the podcast, what we usually do is, again, it, it all kind of was born out of this idea of wanting to really dive deep into all the different versions of Sailor Moon. 
And as we've gotten past being able to talk about Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, because again, it only covers that first story arc in Sailor Moon, we've found ways to go back to it by doing character studies where it's like, we're doing a whole episode about Motoki yes. and how he's weirdly obsessed with turtles in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Uh, so for this particular one, we thought, who better to do a deep dive into their, their, their life, their, their psyche, psyche, their yeah. many, many personality changes that happened across media, but Mamoru Chiba. It's true. Uh, so Mamoru Chiba, tuxedo mask, he first appeared in uh, Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon by Nako Takeuchi, the manga, and it was serialized in the monthly magazine of Nakayoshi from December 28th, 1991 to February 3rd, 1997, which was later then published by Kodansha, which is probably how we all kind of consume it now. Or if you're like me, you read the like weird Tokyo Pop ones where her name was Bunny. That's and right. Yeah. It was interesting. It was real fun. <laughs> and he, uh, he first appears in Act One, right out the gate, Mamoru Chiba. Super rude, not very nice. And dressed like know, a Dracula. Right, and you know he's, but this is the thing, is he legitimately could be a Dracula because like, look at those sunglasses. What human being needs sunglasses that big? I mean, even like big fashionable sunglasses. He's straight up wearing ski goggles. Yeah, because the sun is burning his retinas because he is a, a Dracula. Dracula. Yep, yep. Also the medallion, look at it. No like regular dude wears that medallion. I am gonna, the, you know, I'm gonna add to one of our presentations sometime a side by side of Bela Lugosi, yes. Dracula, and, and Mamoru Chiba. Even when he's just wearing a tuxedo, not even when he's like literally, he is in his whole tuxedo mask outfit, and th that person has a small mammal. Is that a real small mammal? Oh my um. goodness! <laughs> I was, I got real distracted. It looks so like, fluffy and adorable. I, listen, I don't have my glasses on, so I cannot oh. see all that. <laughs> that it's a beautiful puppet, though. I do. Oh, it's, it's so cute. Puppet. I love it. Oh. Hey, I got really uh, excited. I thought also, you brought an animal to our show. We also got a puppet. Everyone, this is puppet. Hey, this is tuxedo puppet. Tuxedo puppet. <laughs> He's great. He's our, our little buddy for the, for the evening. Okay. Um, so as like you, you were see, saying. The very first impression of Tuxedo Mask in the manga is that he's... um. Kind of a dick. A dick. Mm -hmm. Like straight away, he just judges her test scores to her face. He doesn't know who this girl is. He's like, wow, you're real dumb, child. Because she's in middle school and he's in high school. You know, this is how I yes. want to meet all of and, my And about. that detail of he's in high school is important and comes into play a little bit later. <laughs> high school. <laughs> Remember, high school. Yes. Which he is, uh, but he is also tuxedo mask. Mm -hmm. uh, mask vigilante, jewel thief, has powers. He does. Yeah, tuxedo low smoking bomber is like his signature move in the mm -hmm. manga. And uh, later on in the manga, when Chibiusa becomes part of you know the uh, mythos, for those of you who, who, everyone knows Sailor Moon here, right? We can make those. Yeah, you guys like vaguely at least know what Sailor Moon's about. Okay, great. You know so then that, we're not like, spoiling anything There's some for weird you. time travel stuff right. with her kid from the future. <laughs> right. I want there to be one guy in the back that's like, uh, what? <laughs> is this not? Oh, spoilers! Is, yeah. is, is this not about Naruto? No. I'm in the wrong room. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, but later when he uh, teams up with Chibiusa, they like do a combo attack of like Pink Sugar, Love Smoking Bomber. It's interesting. Yeah, it's they do a team up. Thing. It's and, it's, uh, it's not in um, the video game Sailor Moon, another story, because Tuxedo Mask is not a playable character in that game, so I don't remember what their combo attack is called at all. That's okay. <laughs> but fun fact, his original name was going to be Mysterious Face 2098, 
Why 2098? I don't know. Where did you find this information? Nago Taguchi put it in like the third volume of the manga. Oh yeah, she has these really cute liner notes, notes in yeah. the manga. And, I uh, don't remember that. Could you I'll, imagine every single page just having to be like, oh, thank God you're here, Mysterious yeah, Phase 2098. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's Mysterious 20, Phase 2098 to save the day. It's Mysterious, yeah. uh, um, what is it again? Mysterious. Uh, 20. 25. 25. Two, 28. Two, no. Si um, <laughs> so tuxedo mask is obviously is easier to remember. It's a summation of what he's right, wearing. Right, it's literally just who he is. It's like, oh, you're wearing a tuxedo and a mask. No brainer. Yeah, got it. Uh, but he is also Mamoru Chiba. You know, like Batman is Bruce Wayne, Mamoru Chiba is Tuxedo Mask. Spoiler alert. Uh, what? I know, I'm sorry. He was orphaned at a very young age, which then allows him to live in this really sweet orphan apartment that is given to him by the Japanese government. Don't laugh, that's how that works, actually. Somebody told us. It's not, I don't know that it's exactly given it's to them by the government, but. I mean, uh, <laughs> But they do listen. Orphanages in Japan, we should not laugh about because it is a real, it is a real problem. Okay, <laughs> but, but uh, he, he is a huge, but he does have a huge apartment. And, <laughs> and the does. only explanation is like, well, my parents died. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's not even like a I inherited this apartment. Like legit, he just has a sweet apartment. Sweet apartment with the biggest television set I've ever seen. Lives by himself, and he's in high school. Yeah. This is very common in anime. To be completely fair. That's true. A lot of anime characters get sweet, sweet orphan apartments. <laughs> It's a trope. Yeah. Uh, he is also the artist formerly known as Prince Endymion. <laughs> Who is Prince Endymion? Well, Prince Endymion is the prince of the Earth Kingdom during that sweet time known as the Silver Millennium, back when all of the moon princesses, right. well, there's one moon princess, there's one living yeah. on the moon, and it was a great time. Yeah. And the, the, um, the time period of exactly when the Silver Millennium happened it depends on the version of Sailor Moon you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, in the manga, because that's what we're talking about right now, it's like prehistoric. They're like one. They're like right. predates dinosaurs. I'm sorry to anybody who's listening to this on a podcast. I just elbowed a water bottle. It's Someone threw us a brick of gold. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, uh, so if so you guys before dinosaurs, before cavemen, before anything, probably even before millennium. the Greek myth upon which, well, uh, absolutely before the Greek myth upon which Endymion and Serenity and all that is based. Uh, so yeah. basically, there is a myth in Greek mythology about the goddess of the moon, Selene, who falls in love with a shepherd, and that shepherd's name is Endymion. And uh, Nakatakiuchi just ran with that in a real weird direction. Yeah. But she was like, "What if instead of a shepherd, I make him a hot earth?" <laughs> because if because the only thing I remember about Nakatakiuchi's liner notes, besides all of her being like, "I'm so sorry, this has taken me so long to write," is uh, is I just really wanted to do a thing where there were. Lots of girls that got to wear cute costumes and sexy men. <laughs> like literally, she uses the word "sexy men." I'm like, girl, and if you get that it. isn't the best selling point to get me to watch anything, I don't, I don't know what it is. Can I have my water now. Yes, don't, don't knock it over. I finished this one. Oh, great, you can have. She's that full one. of rage. <laughs> and then later on, he gets an even cooler suit and becomes King Endymion of the future civilization of Crystal Tokyo. It's very Prince Purple Rain. It's, yeah. it's very great. It's very fashionable. Very fashionable. Uh, but because of the manga, we got the anime. So Tuxedo, yay! yay. yay. And, our, and our first personality crisis. Yeah, first personality <laughs> crisis. So they did a little, there's a few differences between Mamoru in the manga and Mamoru in the 90s anime. And they extend simply far beyond him wearing purple plated pants. It's true. I mean, that's a crime that should never be forgiven. But 
there's a lot more questionable fashion, fashion choices than just the purple pleated pants, which we'll totally talk about. Uh, but they up his age. He's now a college student. Why? Why did that happen? Like, it's okay if they made him a college student and then they made Usagi a high school, high school. student. Sure. I mean, it's still not okay, but it's like less creepy. But it's she's less still weird. But they're like, grade. they're like, nah, she's fourteen. She's and fourteen, and he is at least eighteen. <laughs> eighteen, nineteen. <something laughs> yeah. So that was one of the changes they made. He also dates Ray, Sailor Mars. Does he, or does she think that they're dating? <laughs> That's, you it's know a what? little unclear. That is open for interpretation, <laughs> for sure. And uh, he's kind of rude, like ruder than he was in the manga. Yeah, well, because in the manga he's introduced and he's kind of rude, but he very quickly starts to turn into this very positive, yeah. supportive, other half kind of figure. He, he very much fulfills the like damsel love interest role. and. He fulfills the damsel love interest role for sure still in the 90s anime, but he's so mean <laughs> all the time. It makes me wonder why anybody would want to rescue him. How did Chibiusa get born, you guys? I don't. <laughs> it's because she wanted that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> but his apartment in the 90s anime isn't even as good as his manga apartment. It's still a pretty decent apartment. Yeah. Another, it's in a great neighborhood. It's in a great like, the square footage. I mean, I can just like push the pleated purple pants to the side of the giant. Fine, we're fine. He also becomes the king of making an entrance, which uh, I have yeah. some examples of. <clears throat> and also, he's a rose enthusiast. For some reason, <laughs> this is the yep. only incarnation in which he throws roses, which I never mm -hmm. knew until yep. I became an adult. Yep. And started like getting back into Sailor Moon and reading the manga and what and Sailor Moon Crystal well, came out and I was like, "Wait, how come he hasn't thrown a rose?" I, well, it is Wait, he doesn't throw roses. No, he does not. He does not throw roses. It's it is so so strange to me that for whatever reason they just decided in the 90s anime that roses were going to be his thing and so everybody yeah. thinks of Tuxedo Mask and they think, "Oh, he just throws roses right. all the time." The, no. no. No, yeah. <laughs> that's not. There's actually, there's only one ins instance in the manga where, like, he has he a rose. He has a rose. And it's when Chibiusa Yeah, he's trying to cheer sad. up Chibiusa, yeah. And he's like, please, lady, don't cry. Take this rose. It's as beautiful as you. And right, you as, as you can see, Tuxedo yes. Puppet is, right? is, is literally showing you the scene that it yes. happens in. So he's like, take this rose. If you are sad, this rose will wither, but if you are happy, it'll flourish and blah, blah, You guys blah. didn't know this was a, an interactive <laughs> presentation. 3D. Super um, interactive. But literally, that's it. In the manga, that's really the only instance we have of a rose and uh -huh. Mamoru being in the same room and having it mean something. And someone at Toei was like, that's the thing. That's the but thing. But the thing is, is by the time the anime was being made, though, like that, that scene hadn't been published yet in That's the manga. That's very true. So I think they actually took that from the 90s the anime. 90s anime. Oh, they God, decided, that, I don't know, this rose thing's kind of weird. Of but first, the chicken movie? Yeah. <laughs> yep. They were like, we like this, this, but we're going to dial it down like 10 million. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, hey, remember those terrible fashion choices that I mentioned that were um, really, like, you know, part of the I'd, 90s anime? I'd love to see more of them. Yeah. Great, I've got an entire Yay! collage. shirt with the like flame situation the that's flame. happening on it. With the donut sleeves that looks, that looks like a Naruto. <laughs> quick, quick question. Yeah. Do we think the top middle, is that that's one shirt what is that? or is that three shirts? You think it's two shirts? It's three. It's three. 
Okay. Right? Because like, it's the gray one. Right. With the blue underneath and the sleeves rolled <laughs> Can up. I tell you? Oh, and okay. then that hood is another shirt. See, I thought it was just all one. One like, shirt. Pull, I thought it was like a pullover windbreaker that he had rolled the sleeves up on. And it was just very 80s and had that pastel patterning on oh, it. Oh, man. And see, my favorite thing about the donut sleeves is that in this, in this multicolored one with the gray and the blue, mm -hmm. th those are sleeves that are rolled up. I'll believe that. Mm -hmm. In this white one. Did he shred them and braid them like as a like in a laurel pattern, Listen, like Heidi? Mom room is very, very fashion forward. Are you sure? Yeah. This guy in the audience is encouraging He's me. Like, yes. uh, mom room is a, a style icon. We have a mom room yeah. fashion apologist in the audience. Yes. Yes. Listen, okay, but can we talk about his shirt that's from the Sailor Moon R movie? This that yellow, yellow one? Okay, so this is the thing is I feel like that is actually fashion that's ahead of its time because if you go to like a Nordstrom right. or a Lord and Taylor, right. I, nobody knows what Lord and Taylor is. I'm I don't know what East that Coast. is. Okay. Uh, it's an upscale department store. Uh, okay. Then you would find 25 different variations on that oh. in the men's department. That color blocking is very, very fashion forward. Oh. Well, so everyone's fine. <laughs> yeah, everyone's you fine. have that one. <laughs> uh, um, so, you know, all of these combined makes Tuxedo Wait, Mask. Wait, I'm sorry, that, that, one on, that one on the previous slide, was. did he have pu like girl puppy sleeves on one of those It shirts? was like a polo with puffier sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. And they took the coloring right out of a 90s Taco Bell. Yeah. I believe that's oh. what we describe as a blouse. Yes. <laughs> uh, so all of these elements combined you just hit space bar. Yeah, I'm reverse engineering here. Uh, I would like to show you just a good summation of Tuxedo Mask in the 90s anime. You gotta hit space bar to make your video play. Oh, you got it. Oh, oh no, hold on. Uh -oh. oh no, don't look. Spoilers! <laughs> I don't know if we have sound. I was trying to figure out the sound. Is the speaker on? Is the speaker on? That's... Wait, Rebecca? Rebecca. I, oh, but no, our voices are coming out of that speaker, so the speaker is clearly on. But the sound um, is Here, let me fix your computer for oh, you real there's fast. There's a Rebecca. I know how to do it. Okay. Let's go to yeah, here and the system preferences. Oh, great. And your uh, sound. sound. Guys, we're very professional. This is very, very <laughs> exciting. There you go. So well. All right, so now I picked the headphone port. Great. And you have the thing plugged in. I do. Dope. Okay, it'll probably work now. Okay. We'll see if that's all right. Now there's this right here. Thank you for. Why do you always girl from Ipanema me? It's funny. No, it's not. Play. There we go. Let's see. try it Let's again. see if there's sound. Yay! I'm really good at technology. <laughs> okay. Get ready. So Get mad. ready. Tuxedo mask. He just it hulks is heavily out. implied that he has no idea that he is Tuxedo Mask. He just hulks out and becomes Tuxedo Mask. Yes, there's literally a scene where he's walking down the street and he's like, and Sailor oh, Moon, no. right? And Sailor Moon is in trouble, and he's like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then he becomes a, a Dracula who throws. What? Around. All right. Oh my God. I Continuing. Don't... 
for some reason couldn't figure out that Seijiro was ale. Yeah. Because they all thought Seijiro was great. So they're like, oh man, obviously not Mamoru because he and the Moonlight Knight were in the same room at yeah. the same time. So Which, to be, be fair, that's that's sure. legit. But yeah. But he must know. be our, you know, mean transfer student. <laughs> yeah. He must be the Moonlight Knight. Yeah, because Seijiro's not very nice he's either. Not nice but like, guys, <laughs> he's a musician. He's a, you're right, and we can forgive him for most anything. He's got long legs and he's a musician. I'm <laughs> speaking from He has experience. really long legs. Like, listen, everybody in this show has long legs, but Seijiro's are their exceptional. The longest. Long. And he's a musician. And he's a musician. <laughs> and the girls actually come to the conclusion that Seijiro mm -hmm. also can't mm -hmm. be the Moonlight Knight because, and I quote, his outlook on love. Yeah. I don't know. I what don't know. What a bummer. Don't ask me what why. As I said, he's not very nice. Yeah. He does. Well, because I mean, the whole thing with Alan on is they need to realize that, like, they were made for each other sure. and they should believe in love. Got and it. it takes them a real long time to get to that conclusion. I mean, they all have to die. I mean, approximately like 14 it. episodes, I think. Uh, so. But uh, thank you, 90s <laughs> anime, for Moonlight Night, I guess. Or no thank you. Or, or no thank you. Uh, but we also have Tuxedo Mask. In 3D! What? what? <laughs> Who is familiar with the stage musicals? Who has seen them? Yeah. Old I ones, have. new ones? Lots yeah. of them. Lots of them. So, the Sailor Moon musicals, also known as Sera Mew, or Sera Mew Musicaru. Killing Sailor, it. Yeah, right? Sera, Sera Moon Musicaru. Yeah. Uh, the first Sera Mew was Gaiden Dark Kingdom Fukatsuhen, and it premiered in uh, August, August 11th, 1993. There's so much gymnastics so in it. So much gymnastics, <laughs> because all of the male actors in it were former Power Rangers slash common writers. For the most part, yeah. Most part. They were all stunt people. They were. So <laughs> if, they, if any man in that particular Mew enters the stage, it is a round off backhand spring. Yep. Every time. <laughs> Guaranteed. If not a full-on front flip. That, like. yep, just does the rolling help. Yes. Uh, and so these musicals, uh, Nako Takeuchi uh, had a little more creative input on them. And so a lot of the time, they are just rehashings of actual plots that are in the manga. Yeah. Especially this first one. This first one is, it's like a sequel to the Dark Kingdom arc, but it is yeah, the Dark it, Kingdom yeah, arc. Yeah, it is the Dark Kingdom arc. It's a sequel to the Dark Kingdom arc. There's more gymnastics. There's softball. There's softball. Yeah. There's like weird people in cat suits. This is the only Mew, really, that Luna and Artemis oh, are in. That's, that's very <laughs> like, true. As in like cats, like from cats. Yeah. yeah. Like they're like, dressed as cats and supposed to be Yeah, like cats. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Like meow. But less makeup but let, yeah <laughs> and then they never did it on stage again nope uh nope. and so the very first tuxedo mask in the stage musicals was <laughs> mizuki sano look at him look at his little adorable Aww. face he's precious. He he's precious he was only in this one mew in the very first mew he was like i'm out and then he was <laughs> too much gymnastics too happening much I, gotta gymnastics, go. I gotta go <laughs> Uh, and then uh, one of the things that happens a lot with the early Sierra Mew is that like they would do one version of the show and then they do it again in the winter and it'd be the same show but, but different. different. A little different. Like the Evil Dead 2 of that of that show. But like not even that different. <laughs> right. It'd be like maybe we took a song number out and changed three of the actors. Yeah. That different. And so because that happened, uh, when they remounted the Guide in Dark Kingdom Fukatsuhen show, they replaced uh, Santa with Yuta Mochizuki, which is actually the mo like most popular tuxedo mask of the old Muse. Yeah. He was the longest running, 
uh, tuxedo mask to ever perform. He's also the second longest running performer in Sera Muse. In general. Period. Yeah. Because he was uh, Kunzite in the very, very uh -huh. first one. Yep. And then. And then he was tuxedo mask for like a million years. A million and years. then. And then he was Dracula. <laughs> no, he, I'm not exaggerating. No. He was Dracula. Yeah. He plays Count Dracul. Yeah. In all the Dracul musicals. musicals. And um, you know what? I have I have a little. I have a little thing I'd like to show you. Sorry if you came to our panel earlier. You already saw you this. You already saw it, but you know what? It always bears seeing again. AKA, you're welcome. AKA, you're welcome. Do it. So this particular number uh, is from The Last Dracula Musical. Yeah. It doesn't have Mochizuki as Tuxedo Mask. It has him as Dracula. Um, but this is one of my favorite tuxedo mask musical numbers mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. It's a song that gets repurposed a lot for like every Sometimes they're flying harnesses. Sometimes. <laughs> but in this particular one, there are like seven tuxedo masks mm -hmm. with gold lame capes. Yep. Just watch for the one who's the worst dancer. He's yeah. the real tuxedo mask. Yeah. <laughs> Tuxedo Mask is also the original Red Ranger from uh, in Zero Ranger, yeah, in Zero Ranger in Super Sentai, yeah. which became yeah, Mighty, Mighty Morphin, Morphin Power Rangers. Rangers. So you yeah. know, from an American perspective, he's like OG Red Ranger, but there were Super Sentai series yeah. before that. And he was on Common Rider, and he stuck around and was the action coach for the Sera Muse, like did all the fight choreography from like '98 to 2001. So yeah. he's just. He was he like it. comes to Power Morphicon still like here yeah. in the states like he's very very involved in the, the, the whole Tuxatsu world yes. so yeah <laughs> uh, another uh, live action tuxedo mask uh, get ready one of my personal favorite versions uh, pretty guardian Sailor Moon yeah he's so handsome so, you guys <laughs> who, who knows about pretty guardian Sailor Moon the live action series yeah yes, yes all of our familiar yes. faces definitely know who has never heard of the live action series ever it's okay, okay. To admit it's it. okay it's, it's okay, okay to admit it it's okay because I watched it recently too it's and it's great. Uh, this version of, of Tuxedo Mask is, it's, he's very well developed as, as all the other characters in this particular yeah. version of Sailor Moon are he, because we had more time to really tell a story. Yeah, I feel like with Mamoru in this, whereas like in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, which is a very, very much a direct page to screen of the manga, the rate at which he goes from being kind of a jerk to being real nice and supportive, it, it kind of happens, you like turn a page and suddenly he's great. Yeah. 
in this series, it develops over time, and you find out, like, he's just a little guarded. He has a really interesting storyline yeah. in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. It might involve a secret fiancé. Oh, yeah. It uh, most definitely does involve a secret fiancé. Um, so, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is all based on the very first story arc of the Dark Kingdom, but it is 48 episodes long. So, the show really got to dive deep into, like, character development and grow the relationships a little more. So, in this particular version, uh, Tuxedo Mask and the Shitano are like this. Yeah, they become bros. bros like they, they explore that relationship a lot more yeah. in Pretty Guardian the, Sailor Moon. The four, the, yeah, the generals and their prince and all that good stuff. Yeah. He also wears the biggest the heavenly epaulets kings. I've ever seen. The epaulets are the shoulder thing they right are there. Actual lampshades. Look how big those things are. <laughs> Why? That's impressive. And I, then he also, I love this Mom Italia gift yes, you yes. have at the bottom so here. So another thing that's that's very different from the usual telling of Sailor Moon that happens in this series is that Mamoru gets possessed by Natalia, right. which is the big bad that Beryl answers to. I don't want to spoil how it happens because you should all watch Pretty Guardian Definitely Sailor Moon. It's, it. ve it's very, very good. Uh, but Mamoru, for once in his entire lifespan of existing as a character, does not get brainwashed. No. He never gets brainwashed, actually, in this, which he is a real first for him. He self-sacrifices yeah. and makes the conscious choice to, like, save the day, yeah. which is great. It, yeah. he's, this is definitely probably the most useful version of Tuxedo Mask. This is really ultimate Tuxedo Mask. Yeah. If he had just gotten Tuxedo La Smoking Bomber, there would not be any question as to whether or not he was the most the most the, the most helpful, the yeah. most extra version of Mamoru, but, uh... And his fashion choices are much better. They're, they're, they're definitely, for the most, I mean, listen, everyone has some questionable outfits in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. It's, there's, uh, yeah. there's a lot of English t-shirts, uh, particularly That's on Usagi. Uh, but, you know... He rides right. a motorcycle, though, ride and it's motorcycle. real cool. And you know what else is great about this version? He gets his own transformation sequence. <clears throat> oh, boy. Yeah. Get ready for this. It's great. Now, please tell me, that's a band-aid, right? Yep. That's a band-aid. <laughs> JK, yeah. it's a band-aid. <laughs> transformation sequence is this happens in one of the specials so there's there's specials that are sequels and are prequels this is sort of a side story where he's telling Usagi about the first time that he became Tuxedo Mask and how it happened so whether or not this is a real transformation sequence a little questionable or it's, it's something Mamoru made right. up probably but um uh those shorts though uh, <laughs> listen I'm glad it exists I mean uh, I thank God every day that I found it uh, yep. So, <laughs> there wasn't really any Sailor Moon for a while. Mm -hmm. We had that big chunk of time where there was no new Sailor Moon content. Years, fast forward years later, guess what we got? Sailor Moon Crystal! Oh, man! Who? I love that the subtitle on that is pretty much, pretty much manga. manga. You, oh, the first Crystal thing you... was your first thing? Yep. Awesome! awesome. 
Okay, so I love that. It's pretty much the manga. Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, it's pretty much page to screen. Yeah. Nothing too fancy. Yeah. Still great. Uh, but tuxedo mask in the manga is tuxedo mask in Crystal. Yeah, there's really nothing different, so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. <laughs> but because Sailor Moon was getting this really sweet revival, we were blessed with a new configuration of Muse. Remember, those musicals. are the musicals. The Sailor musicals came back. I know. And Actually, the first one predates Sailor Moon right. Crystal. It's true. The first of the new Muse. Yeah. The Ray Conquista came out a year before the series premiere, but yes! Santa Mew Revival! The Ray Conquista! It was great. It premiered September 13th, 2013, and it was the first Santa Mew since 2005. What? And it's all done in the Takarazuka style. What's that? Well, Lola, I'm glad you asked. Oh, gee! The Takarazuka style is basically a reverse Shakespeare. Yeah. So in Shakespeare's time, women were not allowed on stage. All parts were played by men. In Takarazuka, all parts are played by ladies. It's like they read my dream journal or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Takarazuka so, is like, if you commit to going down that Takarazuka path and you go to one of those schools, like that is your entire life. Yes. Until you're 19, and then they're like, well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you're old now. You're old now. Congratulations. <laughs> that's good luck a, that's a slight exaggeration, but, uh, but it's close. It's, it, it, yeah. yeah. But, uh, but, but there's plenty of people who are over 19 in these Muse that are all Takarazuka alums. So. Yes. Most of the cast are Takarazuka alums, like they are no longer part of the Takarazuka school. Yeah, they're namely, not in troops anymore. Namely, the actor who plays Tuxedo Mask, mm. Yugi Yamato. She's like 30-ish. Oh, she's getting close to 40. 40-ish? But you would not know. You would not know. <laughs> she's dapper as hell. Yeah, she is. <laughs> in fact, I have a clip to show you. Oh, which Warning, one did you Warning, you may pick? or may not be pregnant. I made it. Oh, it's wow, a, I'm so excited. Anyway, <laughs> Let me prepare my fainting couch. Prepare your fainting couch and you can get your smelling salts, please. Oh. This is Yuga Yamato as Tuxedo Mask. Like from Lord, Lord of the Rings? Rings? No, Takarazuka. 
Oh! Yeah. That shows how old we are. <laughs> Dang. I'm like from that book that was written in the 50s. <laughs> 50s. Wasn't it? No, 40s. 40s. 40s yeah, I 40s. I think you're right. I don't know. I don't know I, it's old, you guys. Like us. Mm. So that is a nice history of Tuxedo Mask. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. Yes. But we still have time, so we have some Mamoru trivia. <laughs> and now, um, we have prizes, we too, have prizes so don't too. worry. Where are, the, where are the prizes? Um, Samuel, who, do you have the prizes? Who brought the thing with Oh, the I brought the prizes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've had this like, dream before. I was like, I've got the back with the ribbons. I've got them. You brought the puppet. Am I wearing pants? That's true. Is that night? No, the puppet okay. is not the present. Do we have a test today? So, if you answer our Mamoru Chiba trivia correctly, you get this lovely ribbon that says, Local A-hole, Mamoru Chiba. You know what it stands for. Hey. It's an homage to who Mamoru truly was in the 90s anime. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're local A-hole. <laughs> It's great. Yeah. Uh, okay. Also, you could get a Boy Scout ribbon or a Love and Justice ribbon. If you yeah, really we do have other ones, but yeah. I mean, you know. But I mean, local we thought, home Mamoru Chiba seems really appropriate. We thought this was the, the opportune moment to, so, to give people the Mamoru ribbons. So who feels pretty confident in their Mamoru knowledge? I mean, oh. and guys, we answered a lot of these questions it's during true. the panel. They were in the panel. <laughs> oh, also, man, did you not know there was going to be a pop quiz um, surprise? And also, I'm going to be honest with you, some of these trivia questions are subjective. <laughs> <laughs> subject to interpretation. All right. If your answers are creative, we will probably give you something anyway. Yeah, that's probably true. true. We're all here to have a good time. <laughs> okay, in PGSM, what city does Mamoru study abroad? Yeah, pretty guardian. Hands up, finish. don't shout them. When he goes to study abroad in PGSM, where does he go? What city is it? It's not in Japan. Yay! Yay! Tuxedo Samuel? Puppet, will you please Samuel, take the lovely... Will you please have Tuxedo Puppet distributed? Yay! 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 All right. Yep, unnamed university in London, and you know he's in London because it's raining, and there's somebody outside the door speaking English. And he flew into London Airport. Yeah. That's right. No, it's so funny. There's a scene <laughs> in the... Um, so in the... Um, like special that takes place after Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, Minako is supposed to be like in London performing concerts and touring. And she is, when she finds out that everything is amiss, she literally says to her driver, take me to the airport of London. Like what? <laughs> you know, you know the one. She might the even, one. no, she doesn't even say London, she says England. Take me like, to the just airport take me of England. England airport. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, when is the first time we see Tuxedo Mask throw a rose? Hey, yes. Yes. Um, oh, in, in which one? Uh, no, that is the, in that's general. literally in the general. question. In general. Yeah, the first episode of the that 90s. Is, yeah, hey, hey, that's hey, correct. Hey, that gentleman. Come, oh, no, yeah. oh, no. Tuxedo Puppet down. Tuxedo Puppet, have you been drinking? <laughs> His work here is done. His work here is done. He started partying earlier today. All right, today. let's get real, like, real deep into it. When is Mamoru's birthday? Oh. Yes, oh. Kiki. I saw Kiki first. Yay! Yay! Don't get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting your steps in for today, Tuxedo Puppet. Okay, I think this is where we start getting into some we do. <laughs> subject to interpretation. Yeah. In Sailor Stars. Oh, yeah, this is not. Okay, I remember. In this Sailor one. Stars, what item did Mamoru go on an Amazon binge for? And fill his apartment and with. And fill his apartment with. Yes. yes. Yay! Yay! You can get up and get your own room. No, just kidding. Oh, oh snap! <laughs> no, oh, 
tuxedo oh, puppet. Man. Tuxedo puppet needs just to deliver kidding. it to you. You know I love you. Uh, in the 90s, anime, who gave Mamoru his first rose? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. That was in the Sailor Moon R it movie. It was. You guys are so good at this. Pioneer called it Promise of the Rose for obvious reasons. Yep. I loved that <laughs> what movie. What reasons? It's a good it is a good movie. movie. Yeah, the Sailor Moon R movie is real good. That's a good, that's a good like, Mamoru time. That's it like, is. One yeah, of if you really like Mamoru Chiba, the yeah. Sailor Moon R movie is your jam. For if you sure. like really think that maybe Mamoru should date an alien that looks more or less exactly like Ale, like, that's also a great movie yeah, for you. It's a great movie for you. <laughs> if you ever have seen, there's a really great gif um, where... Uh, Usagi is waiting for uh, Mamoru to kiss her in the greenhouse in the beginning of the movie, and Mamoru starts backing nopes. away, like just yeah. nopes out. And somebody has made like glittery text on it that goes, "Oh, sorry, I'm gay." <laughs> it's really great. It's from that movie. Yeah, it's great. Uh, how did Mamoru's parents die? Okay. Someone okay. doesn't have uh, an Liz. Liz. Yeah, yeah, it was. In the 90s anime, they drove off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was really they showed it. They did. I don't know how he survived. <laughs> we don't either. Nah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. In the 90s anime, what play does Mom's oh, yes. College put on and all the girls audition for it? It's in the first uh, story arc in Sailor Moon R. Yeah, in season two. Yes. Yes. It, it is, is so Yeah. Since you already got a local a-hole Mamoru Chiba ribbon, you get... You get... Where are the Love and Justice ribbons? Um, I don't know. Okay. I gave them back to you. You did. I found them. Yay. Yay. There it is. I got it. Tuxedo Puppet, please take this <laughs> Please take this ribbon. Take this ribbon. To the winner. Um, in PGSM, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, what is the name of Mamoru's secret fiance? Oh. Oh my god. Ariel, you know everything. Yes. What's her name? Tina. Yes! Yeah, yeah, Tina. Tina, exactly. Good job. I didn't know you knew a lot all that PGSM. I know, knowledge. I love that you have this PGSM knowledge. Beautiful. I always get really excited when other people have seen Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon because it is basically my favorite version of Sailor Moon, unironically. So good. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, super cute. Yeah, in Pretty Guardian <sighs> Sailor Moon. Uh, I know, and you're like, what did you do to Motoki? He used to be a hot guy in an arcade, and now he's a weirdo who's obsessed with turtles. And works at a karaoke joint. Because he has a pet turtle, and he wears a turtle costume. There's a lot of I know. He's a furry. But it's no, but he's, like, but he's like, also really sweet. Yeah, and, yeah it's, it's a very cute And goes on dates with His persona Monica. is a turtle. Yeah, yeah. Super yeah, cute. there's a great romance between him and uh, Makoto. There's a great romance between Minako and Ray. They don't like outright say it, but it's definitely going on. Oh, it's so <laughs> going on. It is. All right. In, P in PGSM, how does Beryl convince Mamoru to come with her? Oh, this is one of my deep cut ones. It's a deep cut, but... They're, they're yeah. there. She's it, all envision like, everybody in yeah. a field. It's that's like how it happens. in Super Sentai yeah. where they're in a field and there's foot explosions. Yeah. Okay. All right. And how does she convince how did, Mamoru? How yeah, convince Mamoru to, to like come, come back her. to the Dark Kingdom with her? Because again, never oh, doesn't I, I see a hand over oh, hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never seen her before. 
Uh, not exactly. It's more specifically how that's what she wants, obviously. Right. But, but how like, does she? Get how does she him get him to agree to come with her? To come her? with her. Nope. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Ariel. Ariel? Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, you're oh totally right. God. I think we should also give a ribbon to the winner. Yes, yes. I think so too. Well. Yes. yes. You get that one. And um, did you get a love and justice ribbon? Did you, which yeah. one did you, you did? Want do you want a Do you want a Boy Scout? You're yeah. just gonna get one. Okay. Um, yeah, she does. She does, uh, in fact, make the Shiteno raise their swords slash daggers because uh, some of them have swords, some of them right. have daggers. Uh, and she literally makes Nephrite stab himself just yeah. to be like, I'm not screwing around. Right. It's okay, he comes back. Beryl is stone cold in the pretty guardian. I room. know, but then she was like, such a, oh, it's so good, you guys. Yes. Like, fun fact, guys. The lady who plays Beryl in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon is amazing and yeah. fascinating. Yeah, she's like an adult film an star. Oh, I was going to make that trivia. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Sorry about it. Way to she's go, Emma. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ruined everything. Anyway, she's an adult film star. Yeah. Porn. She does porn, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's not really like our interpretation, like, it's, so much, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have a I have a trivia question. Oh. Sure. Do you have more written down? There is one. There's like one, one more. What do you have? What do you have? Go. I was gonna say, um, can you name the company that tried to pitch an American version of Sailor Moon? Oh, oh, yeah. oh I, I saw the hand pop up in the back yeah, of the in, in the Pokemon trainer hat. No, they were the ones that licensed it. Yes. It was not Saban, actually. It is a company that works with Saban quite frequently. Rebecca. Orchids? No. No. Nope. Sir. No. It was not, but that's a good guess. Oh man! If you came to our panel, people mistakenly think that it was Saban because, because it is a company that worked with Saban a lot and did a lot of the effects in like Power Rangers, um, but technically it was a different company. Oh. No. no, Bondi Although did Bondi owns work. Everything. They that's own everything, uh, and yep, and it is yes. Hasbro? No. Nope, we had a Hasbro guess. It's real obscure. It's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. They don't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> As, don't. Well, I don't know, actually. No, they don't. I tried to find them. There. Okay. I asked you tough one. We were trying to right. hunt them down so we could see this Sailor Moon that they wanted to do. It was a... It exists. We just can't oh, it exists somewhere. We can and find I, the and, pitch tape. And I do believe so that, again, because tape. of their connection to Saban, Saban might be the route to go down, go about so tracking it down. What do you think? No. no, no, but that's a deep that's cut. That's a deep cut, though. Wow. It's uh, Tune Makers. Yep, that was the name <laughs> of the company. <laughs> so close. If you look at the end of that music video, uh, they're like, they say, oh, Tune Makers, and they also give you the address. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's like, and, it is, and it's on Chandler Boulevard in North Hollywood. It's near our old apartment. Yeah, it's like yeah. real close to our old apartment and not was, that far from our current apartment. I was looking at it one time and I was like, yeah, but this is down the street from our house. <laughs> yeah, but, it's like Chandler and Laurel. But their uh, website hasn't been updated since the early 2000s. Yeah. It's like the Space Jam website. It's but I feel there. like they became um, something else. They became like Cookie Jar or something. Yeah. Well, he says the phone number still works. I really like Did you call that them you to see if you could get the pilot? Call them. Is that why you called them? I want Everybody does. I think well, you get you, a ribbon for I think you get a ribbon yeah. for, and you know what, you called Tune Makers, you definitely get yeah, a ribbon. Yeah, you definitely get a ribbon. <laughs> he, this Who man called Tune Makers, he gets a ribbon. That is amazing. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. Uh, I think I went through all my, oh, oh, mm -hmm. this is like a deep, deep cut. 
I, we'll see. Oh. It is. What recent young adult book series oh, yeah. is heavily, heavily influenced by Sailor Moon? The young adult book series. The yes. author. Yeah! Wow! Yeah, the author legit. The author is very open about the fact that she used to write Sailor Moon fanfiction. Yes. You can straight up still find her on fanfiction.net, and yes. she's like, "Yeah, guys, you found me. This is me." I'm pretty sure in one of the books, in the very back, there is a picture of her dressed as Princess. Oh, Princess. oh Boy Scout. Yeah. Oh, Boy Scout. Listen. Uh, the, the Lunar, the Lunar Chronicles. Chronicles. It's called The Lunar Chronicles. Yeah. The first book is called Cinder. Yeah. yeah. It's by Marissa Meyer. It's <clears> the cover is very dumb. It's a yeah. very good book. Don't let yeah. the cover, yeah. don't let the cover like, oh, set you yeah, off. It's it's a, the, the cover's series. terrible, but it's a really fun series. Yeah. Mm. It's basically Grimm's fairy tales in space. Yeah. It's great. Yep. With so, you, and you can see the Sailor Moon influences yeah. pretty easily. Pretty <laughs> Uh, and then, uh... This one is subject to interpretation, This is definitely subject guys. to interpretation, but, um, has Tuxedo... But it technically does have an answer. Has Tuxedo Mask ever gone full Dracula? Full Dracula. Has he ever achieved full has Dracula? Has he ever achieved full Dracula? But listen, and, and it was all in one musical, and there's two ways that you could interpret it, and the answer is the same either way. Yeah. But has... Yes, <laughs> yes go ahead. Let's take a chance. Exactly. So the, answer is, so the yes. answer is so, yes. Yep. So here you go. Yep. Tuxedo puppet. Tu yep. Tuxedo puppet. And there's one other way that he had had in fact achieved full Dracula. True Dracula. Anybody want to take a wild guess? It's the how? same. It happens in the same, same musical. Year. Has he achieved full Dracula? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The and answer how, is yes. And yeah. How, and how do you think? How do you think? Yes. He did. Yes. yes. Way to go. Thank you. You get this one. <laughs> I know. You came, you he came, came for another panel. You weren't yeah, like, like, here. He's like, I was, I was here for whatever's happening also, after this. Guys, also in that mew, it is also implied that after he's been bitten, Dracula just like adopts him as a son. He's like, this is my son now. <laughs> this is my little Dracula. Like, not, Dracula even, not even kidding a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. There well, you go. That's, that's your history lesson on Tuxedo Mask. We are Love and Justice. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Yeah. Uh, Lola, where can people find you on the mm -hmm. internet? I am on Instagram and on Tumblr, at unwynona, U-N-W-I-N-O-N-A. And just like to see a mask, I'm gonna leave without doing anything for you. Great. <laughs> Great. Emma, where can people find you on the internet? I'm Emma Fife. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Emma Fife. It's my name, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. Uh, yeah, I got lots of stuff going on. Uh, I am part of a uh, movie trivia slash wrestling show uh, called the Movie Trivia Schmodown. That's over on Collider. That's a whole lot of fun. Uh, my nickname there is The Golden Mike. I do the post-game okay. interviews, but I also recently became a manager. My first client is Mark Andreco, so it's going to be real fun. Uh, I also do a Star Wars RPG uh, over at a Twitch channel called Hyper RPG uh, on Wednesday nights at... 8 o'clock p.m. That's real fun. And on Hyper RPG's Facebook page, I do uh, an anime talk show called Hyper Otaku. So, you know, check all that stuff out. Yeah. It's fun. It's great. It's, it's my life. <laughs> it's all on the internet. Sure. At all times. And I'm Kelby McClellan. You can find me on Instagram, Tumblr, Femininity. One word, like Madonna. 
F-E-M-I-N-E-R-D-I-T-Y. I made it up. Leave me alone. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and then on Twitter, you can find me at Real Feminerdities in the genuine article. But more importantly, you can find us collectively at L-N-J-Pod. That is letter L is in love. N is in Nancy. J, justice. Pod for Charter Podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, you can find us here at Anime here Expo. Oh, no, Anime LA. Once yeah, whoa, I, mean, whoa, I will be whoa, at Anime Expo. Sorry, I'm sorry. I listen. Uh, I don't know where I am right now or what day it is for you. you off for the evening. Oh boy. Give me your keys. Uh, yep. I'm, my keys are in the hotel room. But no, seriously, we are here. We are here the whole weekend. We've got uh, a history of magical girls tomorrow. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. 3.30 in not this room, but in live programming too, right around the yep. corner. We will be there late at night. We're going to be dramatic, competitive reading, smutty fan fiction at the adults only. It's going to be real it's, smutty. It's called yeah. Sex or Next. It's if you're really over fun. 18, you can totally come. Yeah, you guys I mean, should come, come to, the to that. Anyway, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's so, yeah, well. And then on uh, Sunday, we will be doing a, hey, you want to make a podcast? Well, we can kind of tell you how to do that. Yeah, we yeah. made a podcast. Made a podcast so, so, you know, if you guys want to just come hang out and talk about life, that's the place to do it. Let's, let's do it. We are here all weekend. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And congrats to everyone who had a, a ribbon delivered to them by Tuxedo Puppets. <laughs> But also, like, meet us out probably give you a ribbon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, meet us outside. We'll totally give you a ribbon. <laughs> the rewards are meaningless. <laughs> 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 so let it